Welcome. Good morning to Solid Steps Radio. This is Chad Russell. I am co-host here with my good friend Kurt Souter of Further Still Ministries. Good morning, Kurt. How you doing, sir? Chad, good morning. It's yeah, it's a great day, man. It is a beautiful day. It's the second day of spring on this day of taping, so we are into spring. And I don't care how cold it is when I walk out the door. I'm dressing like it's spring. <laughs> I don't care. It is spring. In my it's, mind, it's spring. I think it's it was life. in. The, I think it was in the upper 30s today. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Because okay. I know it's going to be like 68 degrees at some point. That's right. It's so, coming. It is coming. So. Good so to see anyway, you, though. Yeah. yeah. It's good. You know, this is a show for men by men, and it's always good to see you. Well, thank you very much. We're here to talk about man stuff. And um, uh, if you're just joining us or just tuning in, this is Solid Steps Radio. And again, we talk about man stuff, being a husband, being a father, and um, your destiny of walking with God. You know, light stuff like that. Yeah, light, fluffy topics, you know. Speaking of topics, I got a couple quotes today about our topic at hand today. And for those of you who are, again, just joining us, you can listen to all of our past shows going back to, I think, October of last year is when we first started. We had about, we've had 21 shows, I think it is, if you can believe that. And uh, all of our past shows are on iTunes. If you go to uh, just iTunes and type in Solid Steps Radio, you'll see us. You can go to soundcloud.com and, and you can subscribe to both of those and you can get all of our past shows or on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Solid Steps Radio, and you can hear all of our, our previous shows. So I got a couple quotes here. Okay, go. All right. So this first one is by Corey Tinboom. Mm. It says, memories are the key not to the past, but to the future. Mm. I like this one. Life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Ooh. Some some German dude. I cannot pronounce his name. Soren Kierkegaard. Oh, Soren Kierkegaard. You yeah. Know, the great philosopher. Sorry. Yeah. And then my one of Soren. my... Soren. <laughs> do you know who that is? Yeah, sure. You do know who that is? Yes. Who is it? He's a great philosopher. Apparently. I'm not great because I don't know who he is. <laughs> Never heard of him. But my one of my favorite people to quote, philosopher, comedian Stephen Wright. There you go. Whenever I think of the past, it brings back so many memories. <laughs> that's a joke. That's a funny one, I think. Well, that's... Okay. When you have to say it's a joke, it's usually not that funny. <laughs> We're talking about our past today. Talking about how that uh, our past, our future, our, how that affects us today as men and our, our past. And typically, guys, we tend to kind of gravitate away maybe sometimes from talking about past stuff. But the reality of it is that's... that's it can really help us with our future. Right. Yeah. Right? I mean, you, you think about the great men of the Bible. You think about Moses and how God used his past and launched him into the future. And so. Yeah. And, you know, and men are really attracted to the past. You know, we'll watch History Channel and we'll watch, you know, yeah. Churchill and Lincoln and, and World War II and all of those things. And we're fascinated, I think, by men. Most men are fascinated by the past and history, but not as much about our own history. And so how do we how do we use our history and, and take a look at it and so that we can propel us to a greater future? So we brought a professional in. To Absolutely. This, we, uh, this yeah. is out of our pay grade. Absolutely. Co-host of a radio show is not in my pay grade to talk about this in great detail. So we brought in our resident counselor, Mr. Tony Gore of Freedom Counseling Services. Tony, it's great to have you. It is great to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you back. And uh, so we, we just want to uh, learn from you and we're going to pick your brain and figure out how we can use our past to move forward. And, and, uh, so, so Tony, uh, I, I heard a quote uh, by Dr. Neil Anderson years ago. I, th I think it was something along the lines of, I'm going to paraphrase here, you know, 70% or so of all Christians do not walk in freedom. Hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, I yeah I certainly see that. I, I see uh, so many so, so many men, so many people, so many couples who are really stuck, and and I think that's a, an awfully big part of it. They they really don't embrace uh, something about who God says He is, who they are, and and their identity, and so much of that oftentimes gets planted back in our past, or in hurts, or in trauma. And, and we uh, kind of go through the motions in our Christian life, but it's really difficult for us to walk in the freedom that God intended for us. We, we really sometimes are walking with a limp or, uh, or we've got some, you know, you know, and I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking right. about, you know, where, where we may be physically, but we walk through life with a, a severe limp. Or, or, yeah. And... and it's because of our past, hmm. and sometimes it's the choices that we've made, but sometimes it's it's just stuff that's happened to us. Right. We've talked. We um, uh, sometimes we have wounds. We get uh, so. Let's let's talk a little bit about in this, this first segment about the wounds that we have experienced, maybe in our past, and so Tony describes some different wounds that some guys and that, that might be listening or you know, our, our wives or good friends are, are going, hey yeah th- there's there's some wounds in this my husband or whatever yeah I you know I think um, most of it uh, or, or at least the most common is the ones that go back the farthest all right so <laughs> you talk about father wounds and mother wounds um, a lot of times even there's a great study that came out recently that talked about how our siblings shape us and I think that's fascinating and so oftentimes uh, things get blocked I think for us because uh, instead of seeing who God is or or the fullness of who Jesus or the Holy Spirit is uh, it gets clouded by what we understand about mom about dad about our siblings. Sometimes you can even throw a spouse if you've been hurt or rejected. Um, and, and that doesn't even get into the trauma sort of stuff, but that's just the stuff you grow up with. And uh, the earliest pictures we have of who God is, of course, are our dad, mm-hmm. our mom, uh, our family, you know, kind of how we were accepted and, and how we were loved in that setting uh, is that first picture, whether we like it or not, of God. And so for some people, there's a lot to overcome. And then for other people, there's great pictures there. Uh, but, but none of them are perfect. None of those pictures are perfect. And so that always kind of skews just a little bit. We really have to work hard to kind of embrace God for who he is to be able to walk in freedom. And, and so many times, I mean, we really do look at, you know, our parents and we have a distorted view. Now, this is not so that we can look back so we can blame people. Right, I yeah. Mean, we, I'm sure you experience that a oh, lot. I'll get people who are really stuck, and they'll go, now, I don't want to I don't want to come in here and, and you know, have you tell me my parents were to, were to, were to blame. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, and I'm like, hey, I, I don't really like kind of putting a victim script in front of people. I'm not going to do that for you. I'm not going to let you read from this victim script and, and just blame your mom and dad. But if you don't understand who they were, and the impact that they had, then it's very difficult for you to begin to sort out, okay, where do they begin and end, and where does that picture of God really get its fullness? Hmm. And uh, you got to understand it. That doesn't mean you're going to blame them or, or you know, walk around like a victim and uh, just blame mommy and daddy. That's, that's not real productive in your life either. But the reality is we've got to be able to kind of release God from the shadow of our, of our mothers and our fathers sometimes in order to be able to really see the fullness of who he is. 
So, so we're going to talk more about how do we do that. Describe some other wounds that guys experience, that men experience throughout their lifetime. Well, there's a lot of really silent wounds, of course. And uh, I mean, the numbers are staggering, uh, really, for the whole population. Uh, in this particular case, I'm about to talk about more staggering for women. You know, one out of uh, one out of two women are going to experience sexual abuse of some kind in their lifetime. That's the statistic that's out there. One out of three men. Mm. I mean, if you can believe that, that's, you know, so when you walk into a room of people, half the women have had some unwanted sexual experience. A third of the men have had some inappropriate touch. They've had something happen there that's just been uncomfortable or unwanted. That's incredible. Uh, Unbelievable. And so just when you walk into a room, just think about those numbers. But how many of those folks have actually talked about that with anybody even close to them? You know, very few. The vast majority, probably not. Very, very few. And so trauma is a big one. You know, when people have experienced trauma um, at the hands of someone else, especially, uh, that's such a violation. And uh, and it takes a, a tremendous um, amount of healing and, and um uh, you know, really grappling with things, but I, I really am a believer as a as a Christian that apart from God's grace, it's you're never going to overcome that. But God can specifically, and I've got some great examples that I'd love to share today of yeah. guys who have just encountered God and experienced healing in some of those moments, and and uh, sometimes some pretty dramatic ways when we really let God minister to those deepest wounds. Then uh, you know, uh, it just changes things. You know. I'm I'm just prompted to think right now, uh, listener. If you are thinking about a person mm-hmm. that you love, whether it be a brother, or a family member, a parent, you know, or a, a dear friend, um, in the church or outside the church, would you please have them tune in right now? Mm-hmm. And because we're going to unpack this, and uh, as yep. we as we take a break, we're going to head into break here. But again, this is a great reminder that uh, if you want to pass this along to someone else you can just like again go to our our send in the podcast we post these podcasts on sunday nights or monday morning you can check back in on our facebook page and you can do that so uh, i want to read our quote as we go out of this um uh, out of this into the break here it says every boy in his journey to become a man takes an arrow in the center of his heart in the place of his strength because the wound is rarely discussed and even more rarely healed Every man carries a wound, and the wound is nearly always given by his father. And that's written by John Eldridge at Wild at Heart. And we're going to, in the next segment, start talking more about those wounds that we experience. Amazingly enough, the people who are closest to us or we love the most are the people who wound us the, 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 have the most, most impactful. And, and, and the deepest, yeah. yeah. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about our past and healing. We're going to come out. We're not going to just dwell on wounds. We're going to talk about healing. And we're going to talk about that as we unpack this. So we're going to take a break. And we'll be back on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. This is Chad Russell, along with Kurt Souter and with Freedom Counseling Services Counselor Tony Gore today. We're talking about our past. And uh, if you've got some flooring in your future... You like that segue? That's good. I like that. You can that. go to <laughs> Carol Rogers Carpet One, and Ken Martin and his crew will help you out with all of your flooring needs. they got a guarantee that if you don't like your flooring, uh, they will take care of that. So go to their website uh, or Google Carol Rogers Carpet One. They're also on our Facebook page to link. And we also have a new sponsor the past couple of weeks, L&N Credit Union. 
They have been a, a long time a, a fixture in this community, and they are now a sponsor of our show. So we thank them for being our sponsor. You know, you know, Chad, you're you're making these funnies. I, I, I like doing radio with you. Oh well, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm glad I serve a purpose <laughs> to be good for about a minute and a you're half. Li- you're <laughs> a little, you're a little twisted, a little, you know. Um, but you know that makes you know that makes you unique. I don't suffer from it. I enjoy every minute. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Well, we have been talking about wounds and looking at our past, and again, not not to blame our past, but you know, there's so many people who struggle to walk in freedom. You know, the Bible says it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Right. And uh, t- Tony, we've been talking about wounds, and so um, describe some other wounds. We talked about father wounds and mother wounds, but there's there's other wounds. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, uh, we were talking even on the break just about uh, divorce, you know, whether uh, and, and primarily, I think when you experience that from a child's perspective, you know, I saw a lot of disruption in my family uh, through divorce and uh, and a lot of pain there and and just uh, it created challenges with my identity with my father and to a certain degree with my mom, although she was uh, just a very good godly woman in my life. Uh, but when you experience that disruption, it just plants seeds, too, of doubt. Uh, and sometimes you ignore it. Uh, you know, it, it kind of goes one way or the other. It's like you walk into relationships with no trust or you walk in going, well, you know, that was my parents and that'll never happen to me. Mm-hmm. And that's like a surefire sign that it's probably going to happen to you, <laughs> you know, when you when you lead with that. Uh, we were talking to just about, uh, you know, so many of the listeners, I'm sure, do have a church home or a church background. Uh, many folks in our community with uh, backgrounds in the in the Catholic Church, and boy, it doesn't matter what church you come from, uh, you know, conservative, liberal, uh, you know, uh, more liturgical or, or more free church, there are countless ways that even churches have been guilty of, uh, of wounding people. Uh, you know, uh, both uh, Kurt and I have been pastors, and, and we've seen it up close and personal, you know, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, yes. And it is all there, you know, uh, and it's because it, it, it's the bride of Christ, but, you know, we're still populated by a bunch of human beings who don't get it right sometimes. And so there's pain and there's wounds that come from from even the best intention places, uh, the churches where we, we're hoping to find a picture of God, and oftentimes that gives us a very imperfect picture. And people make vows walking out of church settings sometimes that really disrupt their relationship with God and their, and their spiritual walk. They get so wounded by a church that they believe that that's who God is too. Yes, yeah. And, and it's not, you know? Uh, the church is an imperfect place, uh, still God's chosen vessel, but, um, you know, we have to overcome some of that sometimes in our wounds as well. And then we were talking as well about some of the trauma that just happens. You know, people are in horrific uh, accidents or fires. Um, I had a client this week who had, you know, just uh, 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 kind of a, it was more of a graphic sort of experience where, you know, he saw somebody cut part of, uh, you know, one of their limbs off. And it's like, you know, um, no, you don't see that every day. And, and so <laughs> I hope not. and he, oh, and he felt guilt yeah. immediately because wow. he was like, you know what? I haven't had to go to war. I haven't been in Afghanistan. Why am I? Why can't I sleep? You know, uh, why is this bothering me? It's just an accident. And I was like, you know, we just don't see that every day. 
And so you have to kind of invite God in to heal even some of those wounded places. And, you know, when you get woken up in the middle of the night, it's like, what do you do with that? Well, a lot of people just kind of blame themselves and feel shame for not being able to sleep through the night when you ought to be able to say, okay, Lord, you've got to comfort me. You've got to be my comforter. And I know we'll talk more about Mm -hmm. how to invite God into some of that later. Uh, Tony, there's some listeners right now who are, they're walking through life and they've got some wounds, they've got some issues, but they don't even know it. Hmm. How do we even help people identify that? Again, not to blame our past, but just so I understand, because it goes back to self-awareness and yeah. a self-understanding of who we are. Yeah. And our past does um, influence our yeah. future. Just talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I, I think um, I, you know a few that come to mind immediately are anger and depression. You know, uh, those are those are probably two of the primary ones. When when you're just dealing with a lot of anger and you and people maybe have even flagged that in your life, they're like, man, that guy's an angry guy, or <laughs> you know, he just is a bitter person. Oftentimes, when those things are there, there's there's a root that goes back to some sort of woundedness or some sort of false belief. That and, it d- and it doesn't mean that I'm, I'm flying off the handle. It, it could mean I'm, I'm really sarcastic. Mm-hmm. Um, what, are, what are some other qual- characteristics of, of anger that kind of seeps out? Mm. And it's not like this, you know, I'm shouting and yeah. at, at people, but there's other... Yeah, it can be the sarcasm. It can be, um, you know, kind of that passive aggressive where, you know, okay. and, and that's no fun to live with for a long time, <laughs> I can assure you. Uh, you know, uh, just ask my family, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, well, maybe not. Uh, so we'll, we'll bring Rhonda in that, uh, later on. That's exactly right. You know, I, I tend to be more openly critical and harsh that's that's where I can kind of slip into my sinful edge and and my my family could sure give you testimony about that and the Lord's had to work on me to kind of go man why is that you know so strong for you sometimes that you you lose their heart when you're trying to hold hold on to the truth and I've had to learn and grow in that um, so I think that's that's part of it is uh, is just looking for the subtleties of that anger, however it's presenting itself, whether it's really clear or whether it's a little more hidden. And then on the other side of that is the depression, you know, where um, and, and oftentimes, even when we're talking to men, uh, we can be really functional in life, but, you know, really struggle when we get home or struggle at night or struggle in our thought life. And a lot of people are medicating those things, too, with either substances or pornography, um, you know, if those things are a lifeline for you and it feels like that's the only way you feel life, then you might start asking yourself why. Why is that so important to me? Because uh, there's something there that you're trying to fill. It's that void. And oftentimes that goes back to that, uh, that hurt, that wound, that, you know, was the place where that took root. Yeah, uh, John Eldridge talks about uh, wounds and how we we take certain things and we it's our salve hmm. to, to put on the right. wound, and we don't even recognize it. We're we're doing certain things, where, whether it be alcohol or again, like we, we said, pornography. Yeah, we're, we're we're trying to put salve on that wound, and it will never work. Yeah, I I did a rotation as part of my training in a, a, a in a recovery group. 
And it was always great to listen to the other folks that had addiction that had been kind of uh, in recovery for a while. And somebody come in and they'd start, you know, reading the victim script and feeling sorry for themselves. And, and invariably, one person in the circle would go, pour me, pour me, pour me another drink, you know? <laughs> and it was like, you know, that's the pathway. If you feel like somehow you are just being victimized by your hurt, by your pain, then you are. You're going to put some kind of salve on it, and usually it's not a good one. Yeah. Hmm. And, and and so we, we and, and for, for us guys, I mean, we, we struggle at taking responsibility mm-hmm. for our past, and and sometimes it just, ha- you know, Chad, we were talking about, you know, circumstantial things in life. It just, things happen to us. Right. And it's, and it's not, it, it could be we grew up in a great Christian home or whatever, but something else happened and life hits us between the eyes and we walk around with this wound and there's signs. What, what are some other uh, s- signs or signals that um, we've got some issues in our past? Oh man, I think they're they're countless. Um, I, you know, I think the best clues sometimes come from the people closest to us. Um, when when your your spouse has just tried to kind of flag something for you, and and you're digging your heels in, kind of going, "Hey, this isn't my problem," you know. Uh, and and oftentimes, um, I, so many times, there's a sense of entitlement or or just. Um, what I would call kind of a filter that we've laid over the situation, mm-hmm. that it's what we saw our father do, or it's the opposite of what our father did. And so we feel like, you know, uh, there's those vows, right? It's like, you know, by God, I'll never be like that person. And and when, once we take that vow, sometimes we swing to the opposite extreme, which is another sinful edge. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of being uh, large and in charge uh, of the whole family, now we're completely passive, and, uh, and so it can be any number of things, but when we get that flag by the people closest to us, our spouse, our kids, uh, co-workers, I think oftentimes that's a real clue that it's time for us to do something about it. So, so a great thing to do, and we'll jump into this in the next segment, but a great thing to do is really to go to our, the closest people around us, our, our spouse, our kids, um, our, maybe our siblings, and say, mm-hmm. I, I, I really want to have a, a better self-awareness. Mm. I, I really want to see myself the way God sees me. Yeah. Is there anything in that you see in me, that you hear in me, that's a little off beat? Yeah. And just listen. Yeah. I've known a few men, and I really admire it when they do it, but uh, they sometimes will go out and, and just solicit and send a letter out to you know, five people closest to them. Uh, and I always say, make one of them your spouse. You know, if you really want to know, make one of them your spouse. And and just ask them for the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm. And just say, I, I want to know who I am. Mm. And I don't think I see it clearly. That's what your letter needs to say. But if you really want to know, then ask some people close to you to give you some honest feedback. And, and you'll You'll, uh, you know, that can be a scary experience, but it can also be an incredibly enlightening experience. Freedom. And we're going to talk more about the next segment, next two segments, the next half hour. We're going to talk about the healing coming out of our past and how we have healing. So we're going to take a break, come back on Solid Steps Radio. Thanks for listening. 